Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode number 313, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? This is my second try at starting this episode. There was a guy next to me, like, peeling out. <laughs> um, and it totally ruined my take, which is kind of funny if you think about it. Even though he didn't really know I was doing a podcast. <laughs> It's still kind of funny he ruined my take. But uh, I should have jumped out and given him the validation he was looking for. I should have just been like, oh my god, dude, how did you do that? That was so cool. I've never seen or heard anything like that in my life. You are the coolest. You are a legend, dude. Uh, no, I mean, he would have realized very quickly how sarcastic I was being. It probably would have ended in an argument. Uh, but anyway... Take number two and go. I'm drinking my Bud Light Platinum, 8% alcohol by volume. Uh, color red. I don't know <laughs> the flavor. Possibly strawberry. Possibly, it seems like guava is red. I actually don't even know what a guava looks like. Um, so if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. And I'm drinking through a straw. Oh, I should do a sippy straw. I've never done like a sippy straw, like a little curly Q roller coaster straw. That'd be fun for me at least. I know you guys can't see, but <laughs> it'd be fun for me, right? And I don't know where this came from, by the way. If you ever sit down at a bar with me and we're drinking, if you say like a cheesy little toast or whatever, and we clink our glasses, I don't know why I feel the need to do this like I always like touch my glass to the table and then take a drink I don't know what tradition that is I actually don't even know where it came from uh, like where I saw it and I started doing it but it's like there was a certain point in my life where I never did that and I saw someone do it once I don't even know what it means I do it every time now this is for I don't know 15 years at this point, I've done that. I don't know what it means. That's so strange. I adopted this thing. I have no idea what it even means. Why you would even touch your glass on the on the bar or on the table before you drink it. I don't know. Uh, so anyways, of course, we're going to talk about the NFL. Of course, we're going to talk about the NHL. Uh, but first, I don't know what algorithm I triggered or whatever this week. Um, but I found like three sports I've never heard of before. Uh, I'm putting in quotation sports because the first one definitely is not a sport. It can't be. You don't even have to train for it, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> so the first one is called EI. If you want to sound cool in front of your friends. There's a reason it's abbreviated because when I actually say the name, you're going to realize this is fucking stupid. Uh, it's called Extreme Ironing. I've never heard of this before. I don't know how I came into contact with realizing this was an actual thing. But it's literally taking an iron board and an iron to the most extreme places and ironing a piece of clothing. Or this lady that did it like scuba, scuba dove. She doesn't even have a piece of clothing. It's just she's sitting there with an iron and an ironing board underwater with all her equipment like a jackass. Nothing ironing. Um, there's a guy on a hang glider here. 
a guy at the top of a mountain. There's a bunch of cyclists with ironing boards in an iron. <laughs> That's silly. There's a guy at the top of a waterfall. There's a guy actually climbing a mountain. Extreme ironing. Um, there's no tro in the 15 seconds of research I did before I got bored with this particular sport. There's no trophy to speak of. It's just like it's kind of like planking. If you guys remember that trend that happened a, a while back, it's like you just planked on top of weird shit. I'm on top of an airplane planking. I'm on top of a O'Reilly's Auto Parts planking. <laughs> Whatever you know. Uh, that's basically what it... No, there's people holding up a, a trophy. World champions. They're Britain. British, I mean. Oh, this isn't the same thing. How did this pop up? Um, This is probably the lamest... You don't have to train for this. Well, at least not the ironing part anyway. So it's like that just eliminates that it's a sport, doesn't it? You have to train to climb a mountain. You can't just go up and climb one. All willy-nilly. <laughs> you know? So wouldn't that just be mountain climbing? You just took a fucking... Dude, what would you think? Like, you're <laughs> climbing a mountain, like, exhausted and getting low on rations and, you know, conserving water. And <laughs> somebody's climbing up with a fucking ironing board. and <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's the point we've gotten to as humans is we have to invent stupid-ass sports... It's like a multi-sport. Not only are you rock climbing, but now you got to iron. <laughs> Not only are you are scuba diving, you got to iron when you get down there and take a picture of it so everybody knows. Are these people on a tennis court really doing it? Oh, it's a badminton court. They're not ironing, though. It's just badminton. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the silliest sport I've ever seen. Uh, moving on. The next one is, uh, what's it called? Fling golf. This one actually sounds kind of cool. So instead of like teeing off like you would on a golf course and smacking the ball, you know, happy Gilmore style as far as you can, instead of doing that, there's like a specific club and you only need one. You don't have to carry all these fucking different things, all these different clubs and they do different things when you get in the, it's just one thing. And you actually put the ball inside the club and you fling it. I mean, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. You throw it as far as you can. It's like one of those um, one of those things you would buy for your dog. You know, it has the tennis ball in the end and it's like a long rod. It just looks like a golf club. And you put the golf ball in there and you fling it as far as you can. And then you actually, you can use that same, what is, what is it called? I don't even know. You can actually use that same device to uh, to hit the ball like you would in regular golf. So that's what you do when you get to where you need to putt and get it in the hole. Is you actually use it like a regular golf club to putt. But you only have to... The, the brilliant thing is you only have to carry one item. You don't have to have a caddy. Um, or if you don't have a caddy, you don't have to carry a whole bag with you. I'm sure you still drive a golf cart. That's the funnest part of golfing in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I would totally do this. It sounds better to me than disc golf. Um, even though disc golf does sound pretty fun and I've actually never played before, but, uh, 
yeah, I would do this. I would fling off. That's that's my biggest issue. <laughs> One of my bis- biggest issues. Aside from putting. Putting is always hard. But just teeing off and not getting the ball to slice. I think I could throw it. I couldn't throw it further than I could hit it. For sure. I'm sure you get like a grace on uh, different strokes. Or more, you, you get more strokes. And it's not as bad. Uh, essentially, I think the game is still the same. You're still playing golf. You're just throwing the ball with the fling stick. That's what it's called. You're throwing the ball with the fling stick. And you're you know going after it. You're hitting it with the, the club part of the fling stick. And once you get ready to putt, you just use the, the fling stick to putt, putt it in. Then you move on. Uh, that's a pretty cool sport. This is my favorite sport by far that I found this week or last week technically. No, or this week. It's still Sunday. Um, <clears throat> it's called Kudo Daido Juku. And this is mixed martial arts. Um, it's not UFC style. There's no cage. They're just on a flat surface. surface um, and they're fighting. I mean, they have like almost like fencing helmets on. It's just got a clear visor on it. Um, from what I've heard, you can headbutt in this sport. You can kick. You can punch, obviously. You can grapple. You can Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's basically MMA. Um, hardcore style. I think you can kick them while they're down, too, because they have the helmet on. Um, I've never seen... I don't know how I've never discovered this before. I saw one, like, reel on... Uh, on YouTube, and I've been hooked. I can't get enough of watching this damn sport. Like, I want to find the next event they have. They wear gis. You know, if you don't know what a, a gi is, it's basically just like a robe for martial arts. They all wear gis. One guy's in blue, one guy's in white. I don't know what the colors signify. But, um, yeah, it always seems like the dude in blue fucks up the dude in white, so maybe it's like a you know, that's your black belt. You're a blue gi. And that means you're a badass at it. I don't know. I haven't looked too much into it. I've just been watching highlights. And, dude, it's it's fucking awesome, dude. If you like UFC, you'll love this. You'll absolutely love this. It, it incorporates it all. Um, really cool to watch. Like I said, I, I, I got to see a tournament or something. Uh, if only they displayed this on TV somewhere. Um, I would definitely sit down and watch a whole tournament of this. Uh, really cool, dude. I, I, I really, I'm really into this. Like it's, it's something that I would do fling golf. Sure. Um, extreme ironing. No, I'm not doing it, <clears throat> but this, I would actually enroll to learn how to, uh, to do that. I mean, it's fighting, you know, it's, it's straight up fighting. I would take a class to to learn how to enter into a tournament or whatever and, and give it a shot. Why not? You know, uh, you can get knocked out. I mean, the helmet is not like solid. I think it's like cloth around the side and the only like plastic part is the little bubble, the clear bubble they have in front of your face. So you can still see, but your face is protected. Dude, I saw one guy get kicked in the face with a shin I mean, he was all but out. Like, he got kicked in the face, and he's stumbling around the mat, and the dude is just drilling him left and right. He's not even kicking him. He's just punching him left and right and left and right. And, 
you know, the ref decides, okay, he's out, like he's done. And they stand up and they do it again. They go at it again. It's like a, a knockout doesn't, it's like almost the best of everything. Because a knockout or someone getting rocked like that doesn't end the match. They get to keep going. You know, like once the ref steps in between them, it's like, okay, okay, reset, reset. Now go again, you know. Fuck, dude. It's hardcore. It's hardcore. I love it. Um, I'm going to say the name one more time. Kudo Dido Juku. Dude, it looks awesome. Go look it up. Go check it out. If you love UFC, you'll love this. It's really cool. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers. Moving on to the NHL. Uh, my stars getting absolutely paddled by the Flyers, the Broad Street Bully Flyers. Uh, I don't know if they're considered that anymore. That's just what I'll always know them as. Um, not a good game. Definitely not our best game. Uh, what's his name? Tippett. Owen Tippett. With, you'll see this highlight everywhere, dude. He did a... I loved how they phrased it on Twitter. The old spin <laughs> Defender on him. Spins around the defender. And as he's like at the end of his spin move, he backhands it past Ottinger, who is not a small guy, who was out of his crease like cutting down angles and he still got it past our guy it was i mean i love the stars i love the stars until the day i die they're my number one team i love them so much like nothing can ever change my mind that's really with all my teams nothing can ever change my mind but you see a play like that dude and you just have to applaud it you just have to applaud it like, you, you can't even be mad. That's just, I, I love good hockey. That's just good, skilled, like, holy shit, highlight real hockey. And, and I respect it. I'm taking this next drink to Owen Tippett, even though he did it to my team, <laughs> which sucks. Um, it was an amazing fucking move. I can't believe he, he pulled that off. Cheers. Um... My stars do come back yesterday. Uh, we get a victory. We're hanging in there, dude. It's, it's, I don't know, man. Something about my stars. I'm not getting too down on them, even when we lose bad like that. that we have an extra level. Uh, I can tell. We have an extra level that we're not fully, um, I don't know if committed is the right word. We're not fully showing you know what I mean? Like when the full game comes together, and I said this with the Cowboys too, when the full game comes together, we are a dangerous team, you know? And it's not like we're sprinting to the end of the season and trying to be first place and win the President's Trophy and all this and that. We're, we're taking our lumps, you know? We, we know it's a long season. We know we're going to give up seven goals some games, you know, and, and not win and, and look like shit. We, we know that's going to happen, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be getting us down. You know what I mean? Um, we just decide to make a change and we're, we're, we're all good. You know, the, the devils, let's see where the devils are at in the standings, because that's who we beat yesterday. Um, <clears throat> in comparison to the flyers, 
who are actually up right now two to nothing over the Senators. The Flyers are. Um, let's see where the Devils are in comparison to the Flyers. I think they might be about the same level. Even though they're not the same team, I, I realize the Flyers bring something different than the Devils bring. The Devils with Lindy Ruff behind the behind the bench. Ex-Dallas Stars coach. Ex-Buffalo Sabres coach, who the Dallas Stars beat in the Stanley Cup Final, 1999. Um, yeah, Devils. One, two, three, four, fifth place in their respective division. The Flyers, same division, second place. Um, two different teams for sure. Okay, I see it now. Two different teams. Flyers are definitely the tougher of the two. Um, I just don't want my team to be a pretender. You know what I mean? And it doesn't seem like we are. Like we've we've had good and bad. It's been a it's been a good mix. But um, I know we have an extra level. And mark my words. When it comes to playoff time, you're going to see that extra level. <laughs> you're going to see that extra step. You're going to see that extra move. Um, we're not going to go away so easy this season. Not that we have it in the past. I mean, we've, we've fought for it, and we've been close. I mean, in the past, whatever, five years, of course, we've been close. We just haven't, haven't done it, haven't quite pushed it over the edge. Um, speaking in years past, when we did have an ex-coach, um, or who is now an ex-coach, uh, Ricky Bonus, Ricky B, still doing his thing. The Jets sit atop the Central Division, 64 points, uh, 30 wins and 10 losses. That I mean, they just got to double digits in losses. This team is, they're going to be a force, man. Rick Bonus, how awesome would that be? Dallas Stars versus the Winnipeg Jets. Old versus the new. Um, that would settle it. That would settle the debate. And I, I'm not too confident that my stars could pull it out. Um, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. So uh, the most interesting thing in the N NHL right now is... Uh, who was it I was looking at earlier? Maybe this was it. The Canucks, of course. The Canucks are just surprising everybody. Uh, their differential is great. I think the best in the in the league. No one could have guessed that. But I, I feel like it was in the Eastern Conference. I was... Uh, Bruins, that's who it is. Dude, look at this, bro. The Bruins, 28 wins and 8 losses. The Bruins haven't even reached double digits in losses. They're at 8. And, I mean, the shades of last season where they, I mean, they clearly won the President's Trophy. Uh, they got bounced in the first round, unfortunately. Another ex-coach of ours, Montgomery, I wish him the best. I loved Montgomery, and I loved his style. Um, but, yeah, dude, they're under double-digit losses <laughs> over halfway through the season, a little over halfway through the season. That's fucking impressive, dude. This, this postseason... If you're not into hockey, this postseason, I would recommend watching. It will get you into hockey. Pick your favorite team out of who's left. I, I guarantee it'll get you into hockey. It's fucking amazing, dude. It's going to be a great season. Um, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody.
All right, moving on. Let's go ahead and finish this episode off with my damned Dallas Cowboys. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Um, This is the first season in the past seasons that I've actually been a little worried about my Cowboys. I mean, we just absolutely shit the bed, dude. I've never seen a meltdown like that. Dak with a couple of interceptions. It, it was just the worst of the worst. Like, C.D. Lamb was irritated about something. It was just not good. Not a good showing. C.D. Lamb's mama <laughs> went on Facebook and said Dak is not it. And I, I mean, I, I agree. Dak is not it. Dak's not it. I will say that until he wins a championship. We paid him all this damn money thinking he's going to be the franchise quarterback, all this. Uh, and he's, look, 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 look at it. And after the smoke clears, we get fucking, I mean, the final score of that game, if you go back and look at the final score now, we scored 30-something points. I can't even remember. Uh, Green Bay had 40-something point. The final score does not tell the tale of the game. It does not even, I mean, it's not even close we weren't that close the entire it took us the whole game to get to that point um this is the first time in recent memory i'm actually worried about the cowboys really like worried about the cowboys worried about dak worried about mccarthy who is coming back um to coach the cowboys for the who who knows how many more seasons who knows but with a showing like that i mean some heads got to roll you would think um, and they're they're just not. Jerry Jones is just sticking with his with his shit. What he's picked, you know, it, it's just ridiculous, man. I, I've never seen anything like that. It was really fucking sad, and uh, it was like a Mike Tyson fight. You know, like <laughs> you would get the family together, and you would you make all the food, and all this and that, and um and sit down to watch the fight, and within 30 seconds, he's already knocked the other guy out. And you're like, well, what the fuck do we do with the rest of the day? It was it was like that, except worse. At least you got to move on with your day. The fight's over. The event is over. The end. That was the main card, uh, or main event of the card. And uh, that was it. You just moved on with the day. The Cowboys, it was like over in the first two quarters and you just had to keep sitting I mean you didn't have to but you just sat there and kept watching us getting pummeled just over and over again it's like you made all the snacks you got all the family together you know we sat and it's like you know four quarters of just shit 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 oh it hurt it really hurt um but I'm you know it is what it is. <laughs> I didn't expect that much. Of, if we would have just lost the game, like, by a field goal, it would have felt like, okay, you know, like, we're working towards something. I don't know what we're working toward now. I, I mean, I know the goal. I just don't have a lot of confidence we can get there. Not with this crew. Not with this quarterback. Not with this coach. Isn't McCarthy supposed to be like this whiz kid well, I guess he's not a kid, but, you know, whiz coach with the QBs and 
He helped make Aaron Rodgers' career. Didn't even Aaron Rodgers come out? Where is that shit? Aaron Rodgers even came out and said, I wouldn't be where I'm at unless McCarthy was my coach. And it's like, where is that shit? Dude, like, what the fuck? There's supposedly some McCarthy uh, quarterback summer training camp that he puts all his quarterback... Bullshit. Bullshit. He's just riding the Dallas Cowboys money train, dude. Uh, That's all it is. Sorry, I (laughs) I knocked my recorder down in a fit of Dallas Cowboys talk. Anyways, let's see who we have left. Uh, We'll move on from there. Packers move on. Lions move on. Bills move on. Buccaneers move on. Um, I really, in that Buccaneers game, uh, I really had the Eagles doing better, man. What the fuck? The whole NFC East is just like... uh, The the Eagles scored nine points. Uh, Testament to the Buccaneers' defense, I guess, but goodness gracious. Um, So... What's already happened yesterday? Ravens beat the Texans 34 to 10. Love it. Um, if you guys were listening a, a couple of weeks back before the playoffs started, uh, that's my pick to win the Super Bowl is the Ravens. I just after that game against San Francisco in the regular season, they just if they put their mind to it, they're gonna do it. They, they've got it. Um, I hope anyway. Uh, for my sake, for my pick, uh, the 49ers beating the, uh, the Packers in the divisional round 24 to 21. And there was a point in the game, you know, I was kind of busy. I wasn't actually watching the game. Uh, I was scoreboard watching, but there was a point where the, the Packers were up and I was thinking, Oh my God, they're going to do it. Um, but, uh, but no, uh, 49ers come back. They prove who they are, uh, 24 to 21. Uh, today you have the Lions Bucks. Let's go Lions. You guys know how I am, especially with the underdog. I love the underdog. The Lions have not been good. I mean, first time in what, 30 something years, they have a play a first round playoff win, uh, or wild card playoff win, I guess it was, um, <clears throat> good for them. I want to see the Lions do something. I don't know. The Buccaneers apparently have great defense. So we'll see. You got the Bills Chiefs today, 530. Uh, Let's go Bills. You know, I work with a Bills fan, and um, she kind of said the same thing that I've, I've thought this season. I've pointed it out a couple of times just going over NFL scores. Uh, the Chiefs don't look the same as years pass and and it's gonna happen you know time wears on you uh injuries wear on you there's all kinds of stuff you know when you become the top team or you know one of the top teams for a good while people other teams i mean they'll just do anything to beat you they'll they'll find your weakness and exploit it so you know they can take you out that's just how it is um I'm going to go ahead and make my picks. I didn't get to make the Ravens and 49ers picks. I would have picked them anyway. You're just going to have to take my word on it. Uh, Give me the Lions and give me the Bills. That's who I'm picking, man. Uh, I think it can be done. I I really think the Bills have the greatest chance 
Um, not to talk shit on the Lions or anything. Like I, what they've done this season is amazing, but you, you see that in sports where you get a little further than you think you should. And, uh, I mean, maybe it's their magical season. Maybe it's the season the Lions couldn't be beat. Which, how cool would that be for Detroit? I'm, I'm not a, you know, Lions fan at all. You guys know that. It's just strictly my DFW, uh, at least for football, the Cowboys. It's strictly the Cowboys. Um, how cool would that be? The Lions just couldn't lose. That'd be great. So, uh. That's what you have going on in the NFL. Uh, Like I said, my Cowboys out. I just can't believe it. Um, Fucking sucks. It really sucks. Let's take another drink. Uh, What else do we got? One more thing, dude. I've been picking for the NHL. You can follow me on Twitter, at DrinkUntilYou, or X as it's now called. Uh, I've been picking the Sharks to win for like the past three games. And the second I don't say anything and I don't pick them to win, like, you know, socially, they get the victory. So (laughs) good for them. Uh, I hear they're retiring Joe Thornton's number, which is great. I love, he's one of the reasons, him and Marlo. I'm trying to think of someone else they had on the team that I, I really liked back in the day. Uh, Marlowe and Thornton are the reasons I love the Sharks so much. You know, even though at some point we were, the Stars were in the same division as the Sharks and they were considered our rival, one of our rivals. Um, I still always love the Sharks. I love the logo. I love the idea. I love the players, uh, the uniforms, the fucking, the teal. Yeah, that, that shit looks sick, dude. Um... But retiring Joe Thornton's number, I think that's a great thing for San Jose. Even though, man, what what year was that? Where the Sharks got so damn close to winning it all and you just wanted it for them so bad. You know? Uh, they couldn't do it. They couldn't pull it out. It sucks. I think that might have been the year Vegas... No, 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 no. That's the year maybe Vegas went to... No, because the Sharks went to the Stanley Cup final. They just didn't win it. And I think it was with Jumbo. And uh, and Marlowe, maybe he was hurt. Maybe he was already retired. I can't remember. It's been so many fucking things that have happened. But uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I know the Sharks aren't going to make any noise in the playoffs. They're not even going to sniff the playoffs. Uh, but I can't help but root for them. I love them anyway. You know, I want to see them do good things. As good as, you know, as good as they can. It would be a pretty incredible comeback story if they somehow got into the playoffs. Uh, that would be pretty awesome. But uh, I don't think it's going to happen for them this season. Uh, but anyways, that's that's pretty much it. That's that's what I got. But bitched about the Cowboys. Um bitched about my stars a little bit even though I do think the stars have a you know that that Texas Rangers extra level they just haven't because there were some point points in the uh the Rangers season the Texas Rangers where they didn't look good you know they're just looking like an average team and it's just like fuck and then you come to the playoffs I'm really thinking or really hoping at least that part of my Texas Rangers rubs off on on the stars, 
they can reach that extra level. You know, they can find that that high-powered offense when the time comes. Because, dude, that was the thing that that really sent the Rangers over the edge is you couldn't fucking get a ball past the, the, the hitter. There was nothing they could throw that was going to fool any of our guys. And, I mean, we just went off at some points in the postseason. Adolis Garcia, who's going to be our Adolis? You know, who's going to be our Seager? Duchesne, I'm looking at you. Um, Sagan, hey, as much as I've hated on Sagan in the years past, him with Duchesne, dude, it has completely opened up his game. Completely opened up his game. He got an assist against the Devils. That was just beautiful. Right through the crease, no one saw it coming. Duchesne just a slam dunk home. Uh, Duchesne doing the same for Sagan. Everybody thinks Duchesne's going to score. And he gets it over to Sagan, and he scored. Dude, it's it's a good combination. If we can find it at the right time, I think we're going to be okay. Anyway, I've jumped back and forth on sports a little bit. So uh, let's take this last drink. As always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Be safe out there. Uh, message DoorDash. They'll bring you some booze. They can bring you beer on Sunday, wine on Sunday. They can't bring you liquor. Um, just be safe. I want all you guys safe. It's just not worth it. Like that's the whole thing out of six years. I've done this podcast. That's the one consistent thing I've always said is to not drink and drive. Um, there's just too many resources for you to not drink and drive. You know what I mean? There, there's too many ways you can get around it. I've only mentioned the ways you can pay for it. If you got friends or family that'll help you out in a, in a pinch, you're good to go, right? There's no reason for it. Anyways, um, that's it. Let's drink these last drinks. Let's call it a night. Let's go uh, Lions. Let's go uh, Bills. We'll see what happens. Cheers, everybody. All right, guys. I will talk to you next week. I love you all. Be safe out there. Bye.